Hi, welcome back to Ed Talk. I'm Tamara, your host, and today we have some very special guests from Mindful Parenting. We have Christina Deek and Andrea Benson. Hi, ladies. Hi, good morning. Good morning. So excited you could join us today. Um, first of all, let's just tell our audience who you are, what your past experience with education is, and how you got into Mindful Parenting. Great question. Um, I can go first. So I'm Christina. Um, I taught for close to 10 years in kindergarten and pre-K classrooms, and I absolutely love that age. Um, They're so fun, and, you know, the world is just so interesting to them, and they're learning so much so quickly. Um, So definitely love that preschool, kindergarten age. Um, And then... I became a mom. And as I was starting to parent and my child entered the toddler years, I started to really think about how I wanted to parent. Um, And Andrea, do you want to talk a little bit about your background? And then we can talk about how we kind of came together. together. Yeah. Yeah. So um, my background originally was in special education. Um, I decided to go and get my master's in it at UW. And they had an option to also um, be able to get an additional certification in applied behavior analysis. And so those two kind of degrees and skill sets combined, um, it really furthered me and my ability to become more of like a a behavior consultant. And so after working in preschools, like an inclusive preschool for um, a couple years, I then went into the more of the clinical side of things and got my BCBA to become a board certified behavior analyst. Um, always have kind of been in that early childhood, you know, area of um, education. It's just such a, like Christina was saying, it's just such a great age to work with and really support parents because everything's so new to parents and children at that age. Like they're just starting their school um, journeys. Right. Um, and it's the critical age for learning. So yes, it yeah. is exactly. It's that, that time of where their brain is just learning so much so quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, after um, I was at BCBA for however many years, and then I had my twin girls, it just all kind of came full circle of being like, wow, so many of the strategies and so many of these like educational um you know, theories and everything, they work so well in parenting, but it's really hard when you are the parent to feel like you can apply it as easily, even when you have like, you know, like we both have our master's in this and I have, we have additional certifications and like qualified, you know, areas of specialty in working with this age group. And at the same time, still, when you become a parent, it's just a whole other level of like support that you're needing, um, and so it kind of just came together for us to be like, we can use our professional backgrounds to really help families feel confident and comfortable in their everyday, like day-to-day parenting. Yes. And especially we, I think back to when we were both teaching and, you know, I worked um, in a general, general education classroom and there were children struggling with, you know, all sorts of things that I felt 
I could have used more support in how I was working with those children. And Andrea was in school at the time and she had so many resources that she was bringing in. And it was so great to see how these strategies were working with everyone, you know, um, especially at that age of social emotional skills. And that's when I started to really reflect on my own teaching and how I could reach all children. And then that parent education piece was so important. But unfortunately, the time that we had, we couldn't focus on it as much as I would have liked to. Um, And so then fast forward to becoming a parent and us being able to support each other, just literally with no judgment saying, hey, I need help. You know, my little guy's doing X, Y, Z. And I'm what strategies should I try next? And it just having that support was huge. And knowing that my kid was, even though I've worked with so many children, sometimes it can really feel like I'm I the only ch- person. My child's the only child doing these things. And it can really <laughs> feel that way. And they're not, but it's always different right. as a parent and you have a totally different perspective. And sometimes it, you know, you can't see the forest through the trees, so to speak, right? That old yes. adage that, you know, you need someone else to just kind of step back and look at the situation and just coach you a little bit. Exactly. That sounds great because I know so many parents do reach out. And as educators, when we're in the classroom, we just don't have enough time. Even though we want to be with parents and really work with them, we just don't have that time available to us because we're so focused on the children. So I think this is this is fantastic that you guys have come together to help out parents in this way. And that's actually what attracted me to you was I think we um, actually connected on Instagram and I was like, okay, this is a need. We need to put this out in the world because this is a need for all parents and just to help our children more and to help them succeed. And that homeschool connection is so, so important. They spend so much of their time at school and then they're being raised and loved at home. You know, those two worlds really could. Yeah. Exactly. And and when do parents usually have the time when their kids are at school, if there's any time for them to be able to talk because they're spending time in the evenings with their child. So they don't have time to have those long conversations or coaching conversations. This is fantastic. Is there, yeah, I'm so excited about it. Is there anything that you have noticed so far that is maybe like the number one thing parents are asking for help with? That's a tricky one because um, there's definitely themes that pop up um, with parents that reach out to us. Um, one thing that's interesting is um, we do have families coming to us that are, you know, having struggles in the classroom. And so that's some in preschool specifically. Um, and that's something we love collaborating with the parents and the teachers and seeing what we can what supports we can provide at home to really create that bridge um, home to school. Um, so that's something. Um, and then also we would, we talk a lot about transitions, you know, yes. um, getting out the door in the morning, bedtime. Um, they can be bigger transitions like moving to a new house, moving right. to a new school, a new daycare. Um, right. But just any of those sort of transitional situations where things are changing, you know, even simple throughout the day, those tend to be areas as a parent that we know are like really tricky and for lots of our families come and seek support on. Yes. Yeah. So now, we're finding that a lot. 
That's awesome. Do you tend to just work with the parents or do you actually work with the parents and the, the children both? It depends. Um, we typically work with the parents first um, because we help support the parents and provide some education for that, you know, just provide that background knowledge. They're able to apply that at home. And that's where mm-hmm. we they see and we see some big, great change. Yeah. yeah. And I think one thing skill set wise that separates us, maybe not separates us, but I would say is definitely an added benefit to working with us is that we both have had so much experience working in classrooms, mm-hmm. like we've been down on like, you know, the ground floor, literally <laughs> working with children <laughs> and working in their homes. Yeah. And and being right. in their own spaces and being in their communities. And I think with that perspective, I think being able to then talk to parents and coach parents through these small moments, we're right. able to like really have a pretty well-rounded understanding of like what those moments with children look like in many different settings under many different types of conditions. Mm-hmm. So that ability, we've worked so closely with children in such child-focused settings mm-hmm. that that really translates well to being able to like talk very you know, clearly and, um, yeah, to families about what those day-to-day interactions with their children look right, like. Right. You have, you, the relation is there, right? You, you have gone through the same experiences families are going through and you can help as well as understanding what's going on at school. So you, you have both perspectives under your belt right now. So you can definitely use that to your advantage. Yeah. Yes, and we also, um, have, have had teachers also reach out to us and say, you know, with the pandemic and children having online learning for two years or so, um, that transition it back into the classroom has been challenging. Um, so we've had, we've been working with some schools and just doing some social emotional classes, mindfulness classes, um, working on friendship skills, friendship skills, relationship, you know, cause those are things that when they're at home, if they don't have, you know, m- multiple siblings or they weren't able to have play dates for a while, um, it's, it's a new experience for them and they're learning. And so any ways that we've been able to support that have been great, uh, working with the children as well. I think that's fabulous. I actually had a pretty, um, tragic actually episode for an elementary student this week. Um, a former, um, student I found out actually, um, tried to hurt himself, um, due to that, that transition, right. And the social emotional learning and coming back from COVID and it's really rough and it touches every teacher, right. And every staff member that works with that child, so I think it's really great that we get ahead of this because we are having, unfortunately, a lot of children dealing with just that social-emotional learning, that just the issues that come along. And it was so hard. Before the pandemic, we had a lot of challenges, didn't we? And, right. and, and it's been growing because society is changing so much with technology and all the differences um, that – you know, we just have an education. It's such a complex system. So this, this, 
you know, I know you're in Washington, um, the state of Washington, yeah. and you guys were out much longer than some of the other states. Like some states were out right. for the full, you know, pretty much two years. Some states were, you know, gone, you know, came back in August. But that's a whole nother set too. And I think parents yeah. need to understand that even if the parents did get to go back to school, I mean, sorry, if the children got to go back to school, you know, in, right. in 2020 or uh, even 2021, there's still a lot of new unwritten rules going around, right? Societal rules that are very um, complex and confusing. Conf- if they're yeah, confusing yeah. for adults, we know it's confusing. Exactly. For and yes, and so many changes and so much, you know, just so every parent is having so much added energy you know, thinking about how each, you know, there were just so many changes and so many things that were evolving. Yeah. So right. that, that, you know, trickles down to absolutely just the, the little day and the little, the little learners in our lives. Our li- yeah. The littlest people. Exactly. Yeah. The, the littlest people. And they're so observant. <laughs> oh, yes. 100%. Even when you think they're, yep. you, that they're not paying attention or they're not listening. Oh, they are. <laughs> Oh, yes. They are taking it all in all the time. (laughs) It's amazing. Yeah. Well, this is so important. I'm so happy you guys are doing this work. Um, And I just, maybe we should go into like kind of a brief, like we've already talked about your business and mindful parenting. Um, So what kinds of things do you offer for parents? Maybe kind of like the business side, how can they reach you and, um, what types of specific supports do you give? I'll just kind of let you guys talk all about it. <laughs> yeah. So we have, um, we started an Instagram um, in this la- this past year, which has been fun to just share um, some information to parents, you know, just some quick, I, it's hard to say tips because honestly, you know, parenting is not something that you can figure out through like an Instagram post. You can't hack it. No. It'd be nice. It's more to give ideas. It's ideas. Exactly. Start the ball. Exactly. Yeah. Like just, yeah, exactly. A different idea, perspective, um, just share some of our knowledge. Um, and it's, and we, and be creative. And so we've been enjoying and connecting honestly with families and other educators, um, in the area and all over. So that's been really cool. Um, and then we also have a website um, and it's mindfulparenting.solutions. And on our website, we actually break down packages that we um, provide families with. So for example, a parent could um, purchase a package that is eight weeks of weekly sessions and they're about 45 minutes long. And through those sessions, we talk about whatever issues or concerns or things that you, the parents want to work on. Um, and we, after those sessions, we send follow-up notes, um, and we create customized tools or visuals, things that the parents can use with their children, um, and their family. And so that's been really great because, um, we teach the family how to use those um, resources that we create specifically for that. I love that because so many times we have resources out there. There's actually resources galore, but if we right. don't understand how to use them, they're not going to be used. 
whether it's, right. you know, they're not functional. Exactly. Yeah. It's not functional. It, it yeah. doesn't yeah. matter. And that's where the coaching piece really fits in is that with our education backgrounds and with like our behavior backgrounds, the ability to really break down these like pretty and, you know, overarching skills into like what's manageable based on like what a family's needing, what they're prioritizing, what we see is like the next best step. You can see a lot of progress, even just by just being by met at the being met at the right time, like the right, I guess, how am I saying this? Like if you meet them right where they're at yes. and you're coaching them, yes. you're getting them to the next and that's what a lot of these tools are individualized to be able to do Absolutely. on top of our coaching. Because every yeah. family so is we, in a different spot, in a different place in their lives or a different growth area, right? Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. And not every child responds the same way to different strategies. Exactly. And we, you know, Andrea has twin girls. I have um, a son and they're you know, three weeks apart, which is also really funny because <laughs> we became, like triplets. Yeah, <laughs> they're really they're little buddies, they're but so they are could not. You know, they all obviously have very their own very different personalities, and so yeah, um, I have identical twin girls, and they totally have. I mean, because obviously they're different people, but they have different ways that they respond to different things too. So it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. So creating things that you know can work for each family, yeah. In their unique family. Yeah. Every family family is unique and has their own dynamic. And, you know, they're, you know, from everything from grandparents living with the family to, you know, all these blended families of all types. And, and then we have all sorts of different cultures that affect, right. And the different experiences and the processes. So it, it's very interesting. And um, I'm sure it keeps you guys busy, which is great. Your minds keep on going. So love it. You love it. Yes. We do love that part. Yeah. We do really love that part. It's like, you know, we just want to really we when a family comes to us, we're like so excited to really help them and create something that they can feel successful with and um feel confident. Um and we have different packages too because sometimes we have families that might say, you know, we just really want to tackle bedtime. For example, or potty training, um, so things like that that we um, do some smaller little packages, and or we can do bigger things that we focus on, like more overarching parenting. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing all of this information with us today. Um, I just have a quick question. We always like to end the podcast with something positive about education, with all of the very um, intense, <laughs> I want to say, uh, discussions going on in the world right now in regards to education. And I know we, we have things like the great resignation, you know, a lot of people are talking about that and all the teachers, um, that are going to be looking for another place, uh, changing careers and possible things like that. Um, and, you know, of course, we have a lot of, we talked about the social-emotional learning going on, and we talked about all the, you know, children kind of just dealing with that transition, getting back into a brick-and-mortar building and things of that nature. What is the positive you see right now in education? What, with all of these things going on, how can we look at it through different eyes and see the positive of th- these challenges? We're facing. That's a great question. That's a really good question. I think um, what first comes to mind is just 
you know, an opportunity for change and, um, you know, really passionate educators that I know personally and have worked with who are, (laughs) who are pivoting, you know, whether they were online and then now they're back. I mean, they are, um, really, I mean, they're just so passionate about helping children that I think that's when change happens is when, you know, you have teachers or people that just really care. And I, I don't think everyone understands how much teachers have been through and just what <laughs> they have been thrown into changes left and right every, every day and with yes. little or no training and they're making it work. Yes. Right. And it's amazing yes. that we have so many professionals out there doing that. And, um, just trying to be resilient and persevere. So, yes. So I and I, and I think also, um, with that though, you know, I think hopefully society will see what teachers are doing and there will be a greater, should I say appreciation for, you know, what teachers do and maybe there will be a shift or a movement to whatever change is needed to support teachers mm-hmm. more. Because I think they definitely need that. Agreed. Absolutely. And that's perfect. This week is Teacher Appreciation Week. Yeah. They are the backbone. (laughs) Yeah. What, what, you know, and with that, this is kind of just a fun question to add on here. But what is your favorite gift you ever received for Teacher Appreciation? Oh, man. That's hard. I know. My <laughs> memory was like it was so long ago um, when I was in the classroom. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because when I was teaching, I'll admit it was really nice to get those gift cards, you know, and those, gift cards, gift cards you know, that was, always, that was really <laughs> nice. But I still will say I have um, some little mugs that were, um, you know, painted for me and it still has their little names on it um, and ornaments that I do hang on my tree yes. every year yes. with their picture and just a little sweet message. And now they're like in high school. Mm-hmm. And so that's <laughs> really crazy, but it does immediately bring back those memories of, um, and one year, actually this sweet little boy that we had, we worked really hard that year and, um, he was working on a lot of things. And at the end of the year, his mom made a book, um, with, pictures and notes that we, I had written about his day, you know, and we had mm-hmm. successful days and just, it was, it was really cool. Oh, so that's neat. I'd say yeah, that was probably neat. a top. Yeah. Yeah. Very personal. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. That was that. Yeah. It was really As special. an educator at the end of like <laughs> such a long year. Because I would talk about it a yes, lot. Yes. I, re- I remember that. Yeah. Um, and I think for me, I have this beautiful big frame. It was my last year of teaching at the preschool that I taught at. It was an inclusive preschool. It was, um, yeah. And it was, it was beautiful. It was this big frame and it was this big tree and all the kids, the parents had come together to put their fingerprints all along there. Um, So it just like made a really full tree and it was, it was really, it was so sweet. (laughs) And it is those, those personal from the heart gifts. 
and that means so much to us. And it's funny though, that you did say gift cards, because that is one of the things <laughs> I talked about. We need those just to survive. I I, I know. We spend so much yes. money on our class and on our kids. So we're, we're eternally grateful for those gift cards to help us. Yes. Buy it, more things it was nice. For our choice is nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Options. Options. Exactly. It's fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, I actually have a, um, it's funny, I have a wily coyote, a little stuffed wily coyote. And um, it's just from one of my students. And I could tell it was his favorite stuffed animal because it had been loved. And this was in middle school. And just, and he just showed up one day and he just kind of snuck in my office. And he's like, I just want to tell you, thank you for everything. And, you know, because, he's a boy in middle school. So, you know, they got to kind of save face. They can't be mushy. And he just yeah. kind of threw it at me and, and took off, you know? <laughs> That's so and I'm like, no, I was like, I can't keep this. You know, I was like, this is yours. Yeah. And he's like, but I gave it to you. And I was like, and at that moment oh. I knew I had to keep that and I still have it. And this is like 25 years later. So that's, so that's so really meaningful. But wow. So just like your tree and your ornaments and and the book. Wow. That's just so wonderful. It's just those things we appreciate. And it reminds us every day, the joys of teaching and why we do this. And we make a difference in kids' lives. And connecting with your students each exactly. day. Exactly. Yeah. And, and now we're moving forward and helping parents. You're doing that with mindful parenting. And I think it's phenomenal, ladies. And I'm just grateful that you've started this. And, and I wish you the best of luck. And um, thank Yeah, that we'll try and get the word out there for more and more people to know that there is coaching for parents out there, too. Yes. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. This has been an Ed Talk episode with Christina Deek and Andrea Benson, and they are both with Mindful Parenting. They are the co-founders of Mindful Parenting, and they're based out of Washington State. And if you're interested in some teacher trainings, they're going to have some in the fall. They're going to have some summer workshops. Just go to their website. That's mindfulparenting.solutions or visit their Instagram as well. Thank you again for listening to Ed Talk. I'm your host, Tamara, and this is where we talk about anything and everything educational. Have a great day.